On today's show, VW's plans for 30 new electric cars could be threatened by big fines. Meet the all-new Jeep Grand Cherokee. I mean, the Jeep Compass. And fighting off car hackers is turning into a big business. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Uh-oh, more bad news for Volkswagen. The U.S. Department of Justice is trying to figure out how much it should fine the company for its diesel cheating scandal. Up to now, the company has agreed to pay over $16 billion for breaking U.S. emissions regulations. But now the DOJ is going to levy criminal fines against the company. Bloomberg reports the DOJ wants to fine the company heavily, but not so much that it forces the company out of business. Even so, another big fine could hurt VW for years to come and limit how much money it can spend on new products and factories. Volkswagen says it wants to introduce 30 new electric cars in the next decade, but it's increasingly looking like the company may not have the money to do that. With a big ceremony in Brazil, Jeep just pulled the wraps off its all-new compact SUV, which it named the Compass. As you can see from these photos, sure looks like a mini Grand Cherokee. Strangely, Jeep showed the new Compass to reporters in the United States many months ago, then canceled the official introduction. Even with its debut in Brazil, Jeep is telling U.S. reporters they still have to abide by its embargo until it makes its official U.S. debut at the LA Auto Show in November. In Brazil, this vehicle is launching with two two-liter engines, a flex-fuel 160-horsepower four-cylinder version and a 170-horsepower diesel. The gasoline engine is available in front-wheel drive with a six-speed automatic. It starts at $27,600. The diesel comes with a nine-speed automatic and four-wheel drive, and it is priced at $41,000. $500. You know, a little bit of extra sheet metal sure doesn't come cheap. If you're a Mazda Miata, pricing for the new retractable fastback version starts at nearly $34,700 with a manual transmission. Add an automatic and you add another $1,000. Now for you doing all the math, that means the hardtop version costs nearly $4,000 more than the convertible version. Pre-orders for the 2017 Miata RF can be made right now. Trying to prevent hackers from taking control of your car is turning into a big business, and we'll have more about that right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. You all know about 4G LTE phone technology. Well, 5G is right around the corner, and it's not just going to be used for phones. It's also going to be used for autonomous cars and having the automobile join the Internet of Things. But automakers know they can't develop this on their own, so they're forming consortiums to bring this technology to the market. In fact, We've never seen this kind of collaboration in the automotive industry before. Get this, Audi, BMW, Daimler, Ericsson, Huawei, Intel, Nokia, and Qualcomm have all banded together to put 5G LTE in cars. 
And that is a fascinating combination of European, American, and Chinese companies. The good news about connected cars is that we're getting significant improvements in services and safety. The bad news is connected cars can be hacked. That's why the cybersecurity business for cars is booming. The market is essentially broken into two segments, one for cybersecurity protection in cars, the other for protection of information in the cloud. Put it all together and the market for this protection will create a business segment worth $759 million by 2023, according to IHS Automotive. About $370 million of that will be for royalty revenues generated by cybersecurity software programs. And since cars are going to need more than one software program, IHS says 150 million cybersecurity programs are going to get sold every year. Coming up next, it's still under embargo, but we'll give you a quick look at the new Toyota Prius plug-in. At Bridgestone, our engineers want to help make sure you're not stuck on the side of the road. Our revolutionary drive guard tires are engineered to take a puncture and drive up to 50 miles. Ready to go. Watch the Olympic Archer demo at BridgestoneTire.com. Toyota unveiled a handful of vehicles last week, including a number of refreshed models and one significant hybrid. But it still has that information under embargo. Even so, here's a peek at the Prius Prime, a plug-in version of the Prius. Kinda reminds us of the Chevy Volt. Toyota also showed us the new 86, which is what it was always called in most global markets. In the U.S., this car used to be called the Scion FRS, but when Toyota dropped the Scion brand, the FRS became the 86. And we'll have more details about both of these cars next week. And be sure to join us for AutoLine After Hours this coming Thursday. We'll be talking about vintage car racing and our colleague Henry Payne from the Detroit News, and that ought to be a fun show. But with that, we wrap up today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.